Welcome back, beautiful people, to another episode of Let's Talk About Scam. If you're new here, this is a series where I watch episodes of Scam and then break them down scene by scene. Just talk about everything, have a big discussion, and all that. So for today, I'm going to be talking about episode 3 of season 2 of Scam Friends. Alright, so short recap of the last episode. Manon went on a date with Charles, so he would stop bothering Daphne. And that's, yeah, that's what happened in the last episode. Emma signed up for Tinder. So she can just get over Jan man in, by Manon's suggestion because she knows how she's super annoying with Jan and all that. And Jan is like getting super like a lot of street cred for being a for being very skilled with his tongue work. And um, yeah, that's it. Okay, so episode three <laughs> opens up with Emma passed out on Manon's couch in Manon's house. Why is she there? Because Mika had a party. Had a party? Yeah, they had a party because it was his birthday. Not really though, because Manon had to lie and say that it was his birthday and. Yeah, I wasn't on a hot day with Charles. I was I was partying with Mika. But yeah, Emma showed up and Mika had to lie and say that um Manon wasn't there because she was on a date with someone. She didn't say who. She doesn't know who it was with. But yeah. Okay, so they also mentioned that Lisa is Manon's cousin in this episode. Why do they feel the need to add that? Does it does anything really come up with it? Come up, come up from it? Does Lisa become Manon's voice of reason, her wise one? Because she's like older than her or something? Like, do they ever bond over anything? I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe something will maybe maybe they'll get bigger in season two, in season three or something, or later in the episodes. Like, maybe I don't know why they felt things at this or if it was necessary. I don't know. Hope hopefully something will it, it will become an actual thing, right? It's not just oh she's her cousin because we said so. Okay, so the next scene, we have that one cut of everyone talking about the fight. It was a lot longer in OG, by the way. So it's just a tracking shot of, like, students, and they're talking about what happened. Like, Alex getting into a fight with a bunch of guys or something. But in OG, it was a lot longer. It's just a lot more simpler here. Okay, so the girls are talking about it, the fight. Daphne is worried about Charles because she thinks he died. And she learns from Emma that Charles actually was not at the party, but he was with a girl and Daphne is like which girl and yeah they start talking about the fight again and how it was so bad that Alex Alexander ended up in the hospital that just that's just the rumor because they see Charles and Alex and guess what no slow motion I was like what they didn't do the I need a slow mo-. they didn't do that song and the slow motion with it that was iconic of him just walking out of the car slowly <laughs> like not angsty and shit they didn't do that um I'm, I was surprised, but I'm happy they, they didn't do it. Slow motion was just insane the last season. They didn't need it. It was unnecessary. They're just trying too hard to be scam. But in this one, they're like, no, we don't need that anymore. Okay, so next scene, Daphne is just trying to figure out who the hell Charles was with when the fight happened, right? Since Emma told her that he was on a date or something or with another girl. So she's like scoping out the school. She's like, oh my God, he's probably with her or with her or with her. Emma starts to realize um, that it was Manon who was with Charles because because Manon had a date and then William or Charles was on a date and I guess it you know clicked. Manon tells her why she did it, why she went on a date with him. It's for Daphne. Okay but let's just move on to the next scene. I love Lisa. She's just everything. She's everything. Like all the things she says at the beginning of this scene just makes sense. She's like she's so wise. I wish we were best friends and we can just be depressed and lonely together. Okay, and then Man gets a text from Emma saying that something happened, something went down between Daphne and Charles at the party. So Manon heads to the party to to rescue Daphne, right? Because she's scared that Charles told her about the date. Manon meets a drunk Emma at the party. 
no surprise there. We already know what what we already we already um established the character assassination of Ava in all the remakes. Why did we need this? Do they go more into Emma's alcoholism in this season? I mean, they kind of do in season... No, they kind of do in Austin a little. They they actually look at it as a serious thing. It's not just like, oh my god, ha ha ha, look, that girl's drunk. She's so crazy. So, Manon is at Charles's stale-ass party. Um, and for some reason, it's shut down by police. For no reason, actually. I don't know why. Like, the music is, like, low as hell. There's, like, four people there. Like, an OG. It was, like, a rager. It was, music was, was, was being heard from... 10 blocks down. Obviously the police have been called. For this party, it looks like a little get-together. But yeah, the party is shut down. And you don't get that scene with um, Ava being close with these guys, and then Jonas being like, oh, they're taking advantage of her, she's drunk. Right, we don't have that. And they didn't even handle it that good in OG either. Like, if Jonas was to Nora, wait, who takes advantage of a, a drunk girl? And Nora's just like, <laughs> later. She did not give a fuck. It just played off as a joke, and I don't, uh... And this one, it's not really there. That, that really long scene of um, Emma just being drunk, and it's just, it's just her trying to assault Jan. It's basically it. <laughs> but yeah, the party has been has been stopped, but Manon can't leave because Emma left with her stuff. That makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense here, because when Manon walks into the party, okay, she puts her stuff on a table, so how in OG she put her stuff on on Ava? She told Ava to hold her stuff, but in this one she's put it on a table. Why would Emma take Manon's stuff for no reason? It doesn't make any sense. And why why would she think that it was Emma? It could have just been like, oh, someone stole my stuff. It's so random. I don't understand why they did it like that. In this one, they, it it could. But yeah, Manon loses her stuff. She doesn't have her phone, so she asks Charles to use his phone to call. And this is the part where. I talked about also in OG Sam that didn't make any sense because Lisa is home. Why do you need your keys if Lisa is home? Why do you need to call Mikael if Lisa is home? Right? Right? She calls Mika to inform him that she's too lazy to go home and knock on the door so Lisa can let her in. That's all she has to do. But no, I don't have my keys. So you can, like, you can just like, you live in a building, you can just buzz in. Or, or something and tell Lisa, oh yeah, I lost my keys, can you let me in? They could have been made, like, made an excuse and say, oh, Lisa's sleeping or something. I tried to call her, but she's asleep. Because she sleeps a lot, she's depressed, right? But they didn't even do that. It's it's so... It's, I can't believe no one noticed that. Am I missing something? I'm pretty sure I'm not missing anything. Lisa is at their house, they live together, and she was watching TV when Manon left. It's still, like, what, 11 o'clock or something? My brain hurts. But yeah, so everyone has been cleared out of the party, and it's just Manon and Charles, and they start talking about Charles's parents and stuff. So this, this, this is the scene, the scenes where we start to see Nora fall in love with William, right? It's so obvious that they're falling in love. But I gotta say, in this one, it doesn't seem like it. I thought these two would have like a shit ton of chemistry since they were dating in real life, but I'm not feeling it for some reason. I don't know, it, maybe it's Manon. She seems kind of, like, um, stiff, like, I guess. Because in OG, Nora is, like, super... There's something about her, you know? She has a great personality. I think that's it. And this one, Manon, like, doesn't really have a personality. I don't know what's going on in her head. I don't know who she is. No, for real, though, I don't. I'm not feeling it. I Oh, I hate it. I'm not feeling it, though. <sighs> okay, so they start talking about Charles' parents. He offers her a drink, but he knows that she hasn't drank. So there's a continuity error there. 
Yeah, I, I, I noticed it. You thought I wouldn't notice Scam France, but I noticed, and I got you. I got you. But yeah, and they skip the cute scene of William making Nora the hot cocoa. They skip it. They just cut to a next scene when he offers her hot cocoa, and they're drinking hot cocoa in the next scene. Fine, whatever. You see, there was there, they're lacking the intimacy that Nora and William had in OG. They're lacking it severely. It's it's not there. It's non-existent. Like you can just, it's just oh, it's the staring, right? It's not there. The way they look at each other is just insane. I sound, I am. I'm very passionate about Nora and William. Okay, it is not just that I'm passionate about the, the the chemistry and all that. I love chemistry between actors, characters, and all of that. I love that. I love I love I love when I feel uncomfortable just watching characters just talk and stare at each other, like people who are supposed to be together, right? I'm supposed to be uncomfortable. Like I'm just like in the room with you and just uncomfortable. <laughs> is it just me? The staring is like one of my favorite things about Nora and William. Them just staring at each other, just staring into each other's souls. It's, 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 ugh. And they even hint with the guitar about, you know, OG and all that. I mean, that's, I, I, that, I appreciate a good nod, but still, do something else, at least. She could have done anything else to fill that little scene where she, um, Nora should have been singing. I find Manon very boring. I don't, I hope it's not just me, but I really do. I'm sorry. I really do find Manon a very boring character compared to Nora. OG Nora. She's supposed to be Nora. They're not trying to make Manon a different character or change anything about her. She is supposed to be exactly like OG Nora, but there's something about her that just doesn't, it doesn't work. Oh, we don't get to see the moment when they fall in love with each other. It's super clear in OG when Nora serenades William. But here I'm not I'm not getting it. There is no serenading from neither William or Nora. I mean all we got from Charles is this line, this creepy ass line. It's so great to finally be alone with you. And it comes off as creepy. I said that before that I find Charles very creepy. And this one, it's 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 a it's a tad creep. I'm getting the creeps. I mean, you aren't even a thing yet. Why would you say that? It's so great to be um, to finally be alone with you. You guys aren't even a couple. It's a date, and you guys left thing, things off at like, yeah, we don't owe each other anything, so um, nothing was established. He wasn't like, oh, I like you, you know? That was like the dumbest line ever. Okay, and then Men gets a call from Mikkel, and yeah, he's home, but she decides she wants to stay. But why? The reason why Nora wanted to stay, wanted to stay in OG was super clear. You know, she was starting to like William. You can tell she was starting to like him. Why, 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 what did he do that made you want to stick around? There's, the, Charles didn't do anything that made Manon want to stay. He didn't say anything. He was just sitting there. He made her hot cocoa. That's it. Nothing extraordinary happened at that moment. They were just sitting down and drinking hot cocoa. There wasn't a moment when Manon was like, wow, I kind of like this guy. Or like a moment when Charles was probably like, wow, I kind of like this girl. I, I, also, I didn't met, mention this before, I saw a couple comments and I said how weird it was that Nora sings a love song to William and OG, and yeah, I, I, I kind of realized that when I when I read that comment, I was like, wow, that is kind of odd that she sings him a love song, because she was going on about how she does not give a fuck about him, right? But I like how they changed that in some of the remakes, and, and they changed it in Austin. It was he who sang to her, Daniel sang to Grace, and it made more sense, right? Because Daniel was one who first started liking Grace, I guess, William first started liking Nora, but, you know, that scene with Nora just say, singing to William will always hold a place in my heart because that was the moment when I fell in love with both Nora and William as characters. And they also made a different in Druk, um, Scam Germany, um, 
well, I don't remember her name in that remake, but she like played the piano for him and it wasn't even a love song. So it kind of made sense. It wasn't like a lovey, lovey, lovey song. Okay, but Manon decides she wants to sleep in the same bed as Charles. Here we go again, more ranting, because that's a good idea, sleeping in the same bed with Charles. You guys don't even know each other. They were just sitting on a big ass couch in the last scene and she decides she's going to sleep in his bed. Why can't you take the couch? Why can't Charles take the couch? I mean, I personally would have taken the couch because I don't know you, sir. I don't know where your body has been. I'm, I'm, I'll take your gigantic plush couch. Right? Doesn't he have a guest room in his penthouse? This place is ginormous. You have a guest room. You have a floor too, even a big floor. How about you get your gigantic comforter and sleep on the floor maybe if, if, if the couch isn't to your liking? I mean, what? I I think I did ask these questions while watching OG season two. Like, they really should have changed that in this remake, but they do it like this in all of the remakes instead of Germany. Germany is a little different. Germany, they changed the things that I, I hated. Would you sleep in your crush's bed or on the couch? Or would you, or if he's not even your crush, he's just a guy, you know, would you sleep in the same bed as him if it's a guy? And even other way, other way around. I don't think I would do that, right? I don't know you. How long have I known you, Charles? For like, um, like three days, I think. We went on one date and all we did was, was bicker, right? And you were kind of an asshole to my friend at one point. You sleep around with girls. Yeah, but yeah, I'm totally gonna get into your bed. That makes so much sense. The writing just doesn't really fit. And also, um, also that. It doesn't really fit the, the, you know, the feeling of this show. The writing from OG Scam. This, like, some of the lines are like copy and paste at some, at some parts, but sometimes they do change some things around or add some things. But I wish they changed more of those things. I was trying so hard to like this season. I swear to gosh, I was trying so hard. I, I went into it with open mind. They said that. But now I'm like, no, no more, please. I want to stop. I want to go to bed. I, I don't want to watch this anymore, but I have to see it through. Um, yeah, that's, that's the end of the episode. Man, just fall asleep and it's the next day. Oh, I mean, it's it's, it's done. So we fade the black. And the next episode is, I think they do the, th the same thing as, as OG Scam, but the Easter special. This is, a, this is the only remake that does that, by the way. This is the only remake that does the cabin, the scary cabin episode. I don't know why they do it. Does it, like, the other remake skipped it because it didn't really add anything to the story. I mean, it does kind of, actually. When I said this when I watched it, it actually does add something to the story. Like, Hilda's Edie and Manon, not Manon, Nora, like, helping her, right? And telling her that it's the, the, the importance of potatoes and all that. And then that line comes back when Vilda is telling Nora to eat, right? And that made so much sense when I watched it again. Because I used to be like, well, that's just a filler episode. I can totally skip it. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, that, that episode, you got, you got a lot of stuff from it that, that I liked. Because I'm already mad, so I, I can't get any madder at this point. It's episode three and I'm already fuming. I want to say I hope it'll get better, you know, this season. For me, I don't know if it was, for, it was good for you, but for me, I'm not really, as I said, I'm not feeling it. But if you were, if it was good for you, then um, I hope you stick around for more. Because I'm, I'm, I, I do think, I'm positive that there's going to be more, more of this. More of angry, angry me being angry about Scam France season two. There's gonna be more, okay? So I appreciate it if you listened all the way through, fellas. I love you, and I hope you have a great day.